At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, final hour tonight of uh, Sunday Bet Prep from the v Studio, Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas. Matt Eumanns here. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, my old co-host, joins me now, NBA betting analyst. And, uh, man, we got a great NBA game coming down to the wire in Philly right now, tied at 107 with five seconds to go, the Celtics and the Sixers. And, JVT, do you have any action on this game in Philadelphia? No, I'm just watching tonight, but uh, I'm definitely interested in it. I've got a, a future interest in the Philadelphia 76ers from a finals standpoint. I got them at 24-1 to win the NBA Finals. Um, not a good matchup for them. They're in danger of falling down to three. I think it's 0-3 uh, straight up and ATS, depending on what the result could be here if the Celtics win. And they have, uh, they've had a lot of trouble with Boston this season. So hopefully, uh, not really for any good reason that they could pull this out, but hoping for a future series that they can find something here in this game in their last one of the season because they have not had a good time against Boston at all. You know, I was going to ask you too, Joel Embiid, 41 points and 12 rebounds tonight. He's also got three blocks, five assists. What do you, uh, what do you think his chances are to win MVP? I I would say minimal. Okay. I I think Giannis is yeah I think Giannis is ahead of him at this point. Like straw poll even said it uh, that Tim Bond since released. And, and I, look, Embiid's been great, Matt. But I, I think much of the reason why he vaulted to the top of the board uh, was if you remember that Saturday game against Nikola Jokic, where he drilled essentially a game winning uh, three in his face uh, to seal that game up against <laughs> Jokic on the Saturday, where they were the lone contest. Everybody got really excited for, it. and he's been great. But I think if you look at what Giannis has done over the course of this win streak for Memphis, or of course we know what Jokic is doing outside of tonight because they got smoked, uh, th- those two resumes are way stronger than what Joel Embiid's got. So I would say it's very minimal. All right. Let's uh, actually pretty good night in the NBA and uh, a much better Sunday. The Sunday schedule is pretty good. But, JVT, yeah. you had a winner tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies took out the Nuggets, who uh, led the West by six games going into uh, tonight. And uh, not the case now. The lead's down to 5, 112, 94. And that's with the Nuggets uh, making the score look. We got some uh, dramatic uh, dramatics going on here at the end of the game in Philadelphia. The Nuggets outscored the Grizzlies by 14 in the fourth, but still lost the game by 18, 112, 94. You were on the right side with Memphis tonight. Yeah, so this kind of fits, and I wrote about this today in the column, Matt. Like, it kind of fits like an archetype of a team the Memphis Grizzlies do that I think you want to use against the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets just aren't a good defensive transition team this year. If you look at some of the uh, numbers behind what they do on that end of the floor against teams that want to get up and down, it's not very good. 
They're 23rd in opponent points added through transition offense. They're 26th in overall defensive efficiency in transition, and they're dead last in defensive efficiency off live rebounds in transition. So teams that want to rip and run, they got a lot of trouble with them. And then you get Memphis here, who comes into this. They were 5-10 and 10 straight up, 4-11 and 11 against the spread in their previous 15, but they run a lot. We know that's what they do. And sure enough, you look at the numbers for today, what did Memphis do, Matt? They added 5.8 points per 100 possessions to their offensive rating through transition and off live rebounds. They had a pretty good time of it and actually started nearly 50% of their, um, their, their possessions. Uh, with the transition play. So, in other words, they ran and they had a successful fight. They also forced a bunch of turnovers. So, we'll see. It's interesting for Denver. They have a second leg of a back-to-back against the Clippers, who blew it against the Kings last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's tomorrow. You mentioned part of a deep Sunday. But uh, it was a pretty interesting game. But I think as we're going forward, teams that can run a lot, Denver's going to have a lot of trouble with them. Senior NBA analyst here at VSEN, Jonathan Von Tobel at me, JVT, on Twitter. Jason Tatum hit a uh, 25-footer Put the Celtics up 110-107 with two seconds left. Joel Embiid threw in a 70-footer at the buzzer. But guess what? The ball was still in his hand when the red light came on. Did not count. Celtics win the game 110-107. That's about as good a finish as you're going to see in an NBA game. Last night, uh, it's going to be tough to top this one. The Kings 176, the Clippers 175. How many minutes did Kawhi Leonard play last night, JVT? I think it was 44. So how is that going to impact him when the Clips come back and have to play the Nuggets in Denver on Sunday? Yeah, I, that's a, it's a really good question because I would think that the Clippers are – you would think he's going to play, right, because it's not the second leg of a back-to-back. But as you mentioned, Matt, 46 minutes is a lot, and the Clippers have been very cautious with him. I mean, you go back to – they played uh, Milwaukee right before the All-Star break, right? And there was no time, like, they had three days off between that game and their next game. They had had a night off between the previous game and that game, yet they still sat Kawhi Leonard. So it wasn't really like an obvious resting point, which they did. Uh, but you get this game against Denver. It's a road contest against the Nuggets team that they've had a lot of trouble with. If you remember that TNT game like a month ago, they went to Denver and got absolutely smoked. And you wonder if, with a game coming up in two days against the Minnesota Timberwolves back at home, Will they sit Denver, or excuse me, will they sit Kawhi against Denver because of the minutes load that he had against Sacramento Kings? I would think not, but this is one of those seasons where you have to be extremely cautious and wait until the interim report pops up for this Los Angeles Clippers team. And even then, maybe wait until a little bit earlier in the day until you get it, another official report to see if that's actually going to be the case. But I would assume that he's going to be out there against the Denver Nuggets. And at least today, he has not popped up the injury report. Only Avicii Zubac is the only guy of note he's not going to play. Three NBA lines up right now at Circus Sports, where I sit. And uh, we have the Hawks, five-point favorites over the Nets, total 229.5. Bulls, four-point favorites over the Wizards, 225.5. And uh, Mavericks, minus four against the Lakers, 237.5 is the total there. Uh, The Lakers get a big win over the Warriors coming out of the All-Star break. JVT here at Circa. The props up on will teams make the uh, NBA playoffs. The Lakers were a plus 170 for yes, minus $2 for no out of the all-star break. What do you think of the Lakers' chances to make the playoffs uh, when you consider that prop? I think it's it, they're pretty solid. You know, So after the trade deadline on, on the Harvard Handicappers podcast with Kelly Bidlin, we came out of it, Matt, with two bets that, that were worth making, and one of them was the Lakers, and at that point they were plus 190 to make the playoffs, or plus 195 even. Uh, and that was the one that you had circled. Like th- this team is just so much better, like better constructed, right? They they fit so much better. There are now six guys who can shoot the ball with relative efficiency around LeBron James. They're still going to be, I think, a below average defensive team, but their offense is so much better, and they they still retain that athleticism that they can have, right? So they can still be a really good transition team. Like everything just kind of fits a lot more cohesively than what the team that was before. And it's not a Russell Westbrook's fault, but Russell Westbrook was a really big part of it. So now you surround LeBron James with a bunch of shooters, a bunch of athletic dudes who can switch on defense and run up and down the floor. I, I think it's a really good sign for the Lakers to make the playoffs. I think the one thing, Matt, that would really hurt them, if you look at the way that the Western Conference play-in is stacking up at this point right now, it could be loaded. Yeah. Like You could be talking about a play-in that includes the Lakers, the Pelicans fully healthy if Zion Williamson ever comes back, the Golden State Warriors, and the Dallas Mavericks because they're only about one and a half games up on the seventh team, and their defense has not been very good with Kawhi, or excuse me, with Kyrie and, and Luka. Like, that's a brutal Western Conference play-in to be a part of. So I think that potentially works against them, but I think like right now you're kind of at the point where like this is it. Like If you're not getting plus 175 or better, 
then you're not going to play this. But I, I think that's still a market worth diving into at this point right now because that team, at the very least, the Lakers, should be able to make up this gap to get to the play-in tournament. You know, you look at the West, and like you said, it's stacked. You can actually go like uh, 13 deep of uh, pretty good teams. Right now, the Lakers are actually 13th <laughs> JVT in the West behind OKC and Portland. Uh, the two the two bad teams in the West, it's pretty obvious, San Antonio and Houston. Uh, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but I want to ask you, why is Greg Popovich still coaching? Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I, really, I don't know. Like, I guess it's the thrill of maybe, like, coaching up a young team, <laughs> like getting them there. Uh, maybe you want to hold on until you get Wembenyama, but, like, realistically, how long are you going to coach him, right? Like, if you actually – let's say everything works out and they get him. How, how realistically long does Pop have, not in terms of his life, uh, but in terms of his coaching like, right, life, that he's going to be out there coaching this team? So I'm with you. Like, it's kind of been weird, but you know how these guys are. Right? It goes with athletes, it goes with coaches. Sometimes they just don't want to let go. Well, Pop looks uh, frazzled. Like, his, his, you know, he's got that scraggly beard and his hair is standing up and he's losing his hair. It looks like he's going bald. He just looks bad. His team's 14 and 46. Spurs have lost 15 in a row. Uh, have you been fading the Spurs on a regular basis or not? Uh, not regularly enough. They have covered one game since January 23rd. Right. It, it has not been enough for this team to, to actually go out there and cover. And that's the crazy part, Matt, is like the market hasn't adjusted enough on how bad this team has gotten. You know, even against matchups like against Charlotte the other day, uh, right before the All-Star break, they're only catching five and they get, you know, they get smacked around by the Charlotte Hornets. So I have played them against them a couple of times. Uh, hasn't been by enough, but it's also, I guess we'll give them some credit today against the Utah Jazz because they're fighting, but they were up big and now they're down by 10 and they could eventually blow this cover because it looked like they were going to stay inside 10 and a half today. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about the Lakers Mavericks game tomorrow. I want to ask you how you think it's going to work out. I was talking with Aaron Renning, professional sports better, about this last week. He's into the NBA like you. Is it going to work with Luka and uh, Kyrie in Dallas? Uh, and how do you think it can work if it does, or why would it not work? Uh, so I, I think it depends on what you mean by work, right? Like, I think offensively it's going to work great. I think the returns have already been there, that this team's going to be elite uh, with those two on the floor when it comes to their offense. The problem's just going to be how are they going to defend, right? right. Like, they, they don't really have a lot of good on-ball defenders with those two out there, and especially with those lineups with those two and uh, Christian Wood, like, those are not really good lineups in terms of their defense, and we've seen it so far in terms of the returns. So I would say it's going to work offensively. I would say in any best-of-seven series, they're going to be a really big threat against anybody. But I think at the same time, when you're talking about winning multiple series and like winning a championship, I think that's where you have your doubts. Because winning four series, Matt, I know not a lot of people want to hear this, you got to play defense at mm. some point. It's great that your offense has been great, but I think that's what ultimately holds the back. Well, that's what I look at too, JVT. I, I don't see any D on that Dallas team, and I think that's going to be a big problem. Any uh, quick thoughts here before we go to break on uh, Lakers as four-point dogs at Dallas with a total of two, two thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, going along with that line, I would I would think initially it's going to be Lakers and over. Uh, right, just looking at where this total is at, what we've seen from both of these teams, the way that this thing's going to play out, that would be the initial thought. All right, hold on here for a couple minutes because I'm going to get your uh, thoughts on the Suns and uh, tomorrow's games. Uh, one more game tomorrow, the Suns at the Bucks. here. Right after the break, we're going to hold on JVT for a couple more minutes. Stay tuned. Back here in a couple on uh, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got some new shows of VSIN that have been announced, and uh, we're kicking off new podcasts, too, to give uh, betters insights and confidence to make smarter betting decisions. The VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast, hosted by Tim Murray, and uh, also featuring Wes Reynolds, Adam Burke, and myself. We got three episodes each week. JVT rejoins me here for a few more minutes. JVT, how is the Hardwood Handicappers podcast going? Uh, it's good. We're actually, so as part of the new schedule and everything like that, starting this week, uh, we're going to increase our output. Kelly's going to be on twice a week. We're going to have three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, so, yeah, check out uh, that when that starts on Monday. All right. Wherever you get your podcast or vsin.com slash podcast, free and available now, vsin.com slash podcast. Kelly Bidlin, is he uh, becoming a rising star at this network? What's the deal? He seems to be everywhere now. Uh, I would say he's actually also my co-host on my new show on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, he'll be uh, – he's all over the place. I'm, I'm sure he'll be uh, the junior NBA analyst before the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good deal. Let's talk about a couple NBA games on Sunday. By the way, you're over in Southern California tonight where I assume it's sunny and warm and it's uh, just a great vacation for you and the family, right, or wrong? Uh, it's uh, there's a blizzard warning in effect for tomorrow <laughs> and the next day, and uh, we might actually be stuck out here for an extra day. We were planning on coming in tomorrow, but we're driving, and uh, I think that blizzard warning might keep us away for a day. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But it hailed when I took the kid to Universal Studios. It's been quite the weather experience out here. Yeah, that's crazy. What's going on in California? Chaos with the weather right now. Okay, let's turn the page to Sunday in the NBA. We've talked about a couple games on the card. Pretty good schedule, actually. Lakers at Mavericks. Clippers at Nuggets. We talked about those two. Uh, what's your angle here on the Nets and the Hawks in Atlanta? That's one of the early games on Sunday. So uh, the, the angle here is going to be the total, man. And I wrote about this a couple of times in the column, and I hit it up yesterday, too, uh, which is looking at the Brooklyn Nets games going under the to- total. Because I think what Brooklyn's got is like a pretty good collection of talent overall, right? Like you've got Mikhail Bridges, you got Cam Johnson, you got Jordan, uh, you have uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. You have a lot of guys who play really well along the perimeter, along the wing, especially defensively. The, the problem, though, is that they've acquired all these guys that fit better off ball. There's no real due to her, like creating offense at a really high level. So if you look at like the last game, for example, against Chicago, they had an offensive rating of 70.8, and that game flew under the total. And I think what you're trying to do here with Brooklyn now is either play these games under or play their team totals under. Because this has been an offense that is really struggling to create offense like outside of Spencer Dinwiddie. The problem, though, for playing some of these games under, which I think you're going to go team totals as opposed to game unders, 
their defense surprisingly hasn't been very good. Two of the last three games, defensive ratings of over 130. I think you're looking to play these Brooklyn team totals under as we kind of move forward because this offense, I think, is really going to struggle to create. What's uh, what's your take on the Golden State Warriors? I, I went up to uh, San Francisco. I talked to you about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Saw a game at the Chase Center, which is very impressive, by the way. That night, Clay Thompson made 12 threes. The Warriors bombed OKC 141 to 114. Clay Thompson had another 12 three point game, by the way, without Stephen Curry out there. Can he carry that offense until Curry gets back? Do you think there's still plenty of upside with the Warriors? T Wolves at Warriors on uh, Sunday night. Man, I, I think there is only because. So the one thing, like, it's it's funny. You have teams like Golden State, New Orleans, and Los Angeles, right? The Clippers, where there are really, like, these solid points of data that you can hang your hat on saying, once this thing is complete, like, they're going to be really good. So for the Golden State Warriors, for example, Matt, their starting lineup, where it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Dar- Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney, they have a net rating of over 20. That's a, that's elite by any standard. That's one of the best starting lineups in the NBA if not the best starting lineup by a net rating standpoint in the NBA, plus 22.1, an offensive rating of 128.5. So, like, they have all these lineups and configurations that turn out with some really good statistics. Curry has missed two big stretches of games because of lack of health. I think if you're looking at Golden State, you're looking at them as a team that I think is kind of undervalued. Like, I got a little of them, plus I think it's 9-10 over at Circa to win the Western Conference. It's still where that's at right now, just about. I think 850 or better is a really good price to invest in them to win the Western Conference. I think the market's kind of forgetting about how good the Golden State Warriors could be just because of the injuries that they're going through. They said they have to fix those road issues. I don't know what's going on there, right? That, that's been pretty bad for them. Right. But I think overall, there's still some really big positives for them out there, especially when they're fully healthy and Curry's going to be available. When is Curry going to make it back, do you think? What are you reading? I think from what I've read and everything, taking it in, like they're going to reevaluate him in a week, and that was, what, three days ago? So sometime next week they'll reevaluate and see how it is. I would say within the next two weeks he should be back out there on the floor. And I think the thing that's going for them is, like, the gap between them and, like, the getting out of the play-in is not huge. They're only one and a half games back out of Dallas for the sixth seed. So all they got to do is maintain some certain level of play, and then they can take care of their schedule down the stretch and get out. But I think probably about two weeks we should expect Curry back. All right, I was talking about the Circa playoff props. Will teams make the playoffs? The Lakers coming out of the break were plus 170 here to make it. The Warriors minus 285, so big favorites to make the playoffs at uh, Circa. And uh, right now, waiting on Stephen Curry to return, but the Warriors are hanging in there. I want to see, ask you what you uh, foresee here in the Western Conference, how this is going to shake out with uh, Kevin Durant joining the Suns you got two games on ABC and two on ESPN tomorrow. Really good Sunday schedule in the association. The first game, Suns at Bucks tomorrow morning. When do you think we're going to see Durant on the floor, and how do you think the Suns are going to develop here down the stretch? So I think we have a – let me double-check. I think we have an official date uh, for when, when Kevin Durant is going to make his debut. I believe it is going to be the Warriors and or Kings games that are coming up this next week. So it's going to be one of those two contests for, uh, for Durant to make his debut uh, as a Phoenix Sun. So it's not going to be here in this match against Milwaukee, but it should be sometime this next week for Kevin Durant. And as far as Phoenix is concerned, like, look, I, I think it's going to work really well. Like, I, I think he fits perfectly into what they want to do, right? Uh, he is a perfect little fit for what they, they run a whole bunch of those. They're called Spain pick and rolls. Essentially, it's like a regular pick and roll, but you get another ball screener for the actual screener for the guy on ball. So there's a lot of action that comes out of those. Like it works really well with what they want to do on offense, and it opens up the floor for DeAndre. He should get a lot of really easy looks down low. I think their offense should be really good. I think the question is not that they're going to be bad defensively, Matt. It's just who's picking up the pre- like the primary matchups defensively. Like take a matchup with Golden State, for example. Who are you putting on Steph Curry? Right, because they really don't have anybody to chase Steph Curry around. Uh, you can put Chris Paul on him, but he's going to be in a severe mismatch there. You can put a Josh Okogie on him, but I don't think that's really going to work because he's going to be in a severe mismatch. So that's a problem. But then look at a matchup with like the Los Angeles Clippers. Who are you putting on their big-bodied wings like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? So I, I don't think it's that they're bad defensively. I just don't think they have the right personnel defensively to match up with some of these teams in the West. So I think they're going to be really good. I think their offense is going to be elite. And you also have to consider that they have less than 20 games to get Kevin Durant into that system and acclimated before the playoffs begin. That's a really tight window to get a guy in into your system and get him ready to go. So we'll see how that ultimately works. I think if you're trying to bet Phoenix, you're waiting until next year as opposed to this year because Durant is under contract. He'll be there. I think that's the best opportunity, not so much this year. I think they're a little overvalued this year.
Yeah, how do you even uh, how do you handicap this game Sunday morning too? That's a good answer for the first part of the question. Second part is this is a you know the smaller issue. Suns at Bucks on Sunday, and uh, Giannis left the game a couple nights ago. He's still injured. You're gonna have no Durant. What do you what would you make a number? Suns at Bucks without those guys on the floor. You know, I figure this is going to be about Milwaukee minus three or so, uh-huh. like maybe a little bit higher depending on what Giannis is going to be. But here's the thing. Like Giannis, is, the injury things, Matt, I've been burned so many times by Giannis. He gets listed as doubtful in the morning injury report, and then all of a sudden he's going to play in that matchup. He gets listed as probable. He doesn't play in some of those games. You really want to make sure what's going to happen with Giannis and, and his injuries before you make any sort of bet. But I would say the market's probably going to open this up at about three, and I think we do see like a three and a half out there already popping up. That's going to be sort of a hedge. If Giannis ends up playing, I'd expect this to close like five. Uh, and if he doesn't end up playing, this will probably close like Bucks minus one and a half or yeah. so. DraftKings right now has a Bucks minus four against the Suns yeah. tomorrow. All right, JBT, great stuff tonight, man. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your vacation in SoCal. Thanks, man. Doug, good to talk to you. All right. At me, JVT, on Twitter. Make sure to catch the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. And uh, JVT, our senior NBA analyst, does an outstanding uh, job. We're going to wrap it up here with uh, just a little college basketball update. we got some good games going on uh, late tonight in college hoops on the West Coast. How about Gonzaga? I've got the Zags minus five. They closed six-point favorites. Right now up 16 on St. Mary's. Gonzaga 48-32. to 32. We're about four minutes into the second half. Zags led by 13 at the half. They've stretched that out to 16. I'm on the wrong side of this one right now. I've got San Diego State minus one. Aztecs trail at New Mexico, 44-34, four minutes into the second half. And uh, that's exactly where we stood at halftime. Lobo's up 10, uh, still up 10. Oregon up 47-43 at Oregon State with about 11 and a half minutes to go in that one. And um, Hawaii closed a two-point favorite. I've actually got UC Irvine here, plus two and a half on the island's and uh, Irvine up 46-39 at Hawaii with uh, 14 and a half minutes to go, and that game's on ESPN, too. So we got some good late-night hoops to uh, bet and watch as uh, we wrap up the show on deck. Dave Tooley, the tout, is going to talk XFL. Stay tuned back here in a couple minutes on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, VSIN is excited to announce our new weekend lineup of live shows to cover the sports betting markets like no one else can. Check out the new lineup starting Monday, and there you see it right there the updated weekend lineup for Saturdays and Sundays. Saturday Bet Prep, Lombardi Line, The Handle, Live Bet Saturday, Sunday Bet Prep. The Greg Peterson Experience on Sunday nights. And then starting Monday, Wes Reynolds and I will have a new show. 9 to midnight Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific. VSEN tonight, Monday through Fridays. And we got a lot of great stuff planned. And we're going to kick that off uh, Monday night right here from the Circuit Studio. Joining me now, Dave Tooley, VSEN senior reporter and primary XFL handicapper. Dave, thanks for jumping on tonight. Appreciate it. Did you watch the instant classic that unfolded at Cashman Field in Las Vegas tonight? The D.C. Defenders take down the Vegas Vipers 18-6. to It was a thing of beauty if you bet the dog or the under. Yeah, I, I had the D.C. Defenders, so, yeah, I, I loved it, even though they fell down 6 nothing. but uh, then they yeah, scored 18 unanswered points to, to get the win. But, yeah, it, it was stormy out at Cashman Fields and Field, and I mean that two ways because our own uh, Stormy was <laughs> on the sideline reporter there and the betting expert on the broadcast. So uh, uh, obviously, you know, the XFL is embracing the, the gambling aspect of it, and uh, I know a lot of people don't like, you know, say, oh, I don't want to bet minor league football, but uh, what I usually say is that, you know, College football is pretty much the NFL's minor league because <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't have a minor league uh, like the other sports. And, uh, you know, you follow college, 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 college football closely. Uh, yeah, there's obviously a lot of players that you, know, you don't know that are from, you know, Division One, AA, Division Two, But, you know, there are a lot of uh, the 
second tier players from the top programs that you're used to seeing on the college football Saturdays uh, that are, you know, trying, trying to make the step to the NFL. So I think you, you do see a lot of familiar players. Well, I want to ask you, Dave, who do you think the best quarterback is in the league? Talking about the XFL, is it A.J. McCarron, former NFL backup? Is it Paxton Lynch, a 2016 Broncos first-round pick? How about Luis Perez? So is it somebody else? How would you rank the quarterbacks in this league? Because a lot of times, betters who don't know a lot about a league will say, well, let's look at the quarterbacks, and I'll, I'll bet on that aspect of it first. Who's the best quarterback in the league, and how do you rank maybe the top three? Yeah, I thought uh, Ben DiNucci, former Cowboy quarterback, uh, now with the Seattle Sea Dragons. I was expecting him to do better, but they're off to an 0-2 start. But I, I think A.J. McCarron you know, is 2-0 with St. Louis. Uh, so he, he, he looked solid. Again, he's, uh, you know, didn't, didn't uh, was able to break the starting lineup with the Bengals in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, he, he's looked good. Uh, Luis Perez, uh, I, I think I think he's a solid quarterback. Um, you know, today the DC defenders, uh, De'Ara King, uh, yeah. yeah, college, college, uh, betters will certainly remember him. Uh, although he, he was definitely more of a running quarterback today in, in the rain, but, uh, he, he backs up Jordan Tayamu. Um, you know, they kind of have a two headed monster, uh, quarterback there with the uh, DC off to a two no start. Yeah, uh, Derek King, who quarterbacked at uh, Houston and Miami, had a pretty good game uh, tonight. It was miserable weather conditions in Las Vegas in that game tonight, 18-6. to Rod Woodson, the coach of the uh, Vegas Vipers, Pro Football Hall of Famer. I don't know how good a coach he is, uh, but you've got an eight-team league here, Dave, and uh, who do you think is the best head coach or most respected guy or maybe least respected guy? How do you uh, analyze the coaches in this league? Uh, well, yeah, Anthony Beck, uh, going back to St. Louis, who was, they were the preseason favorite, um, and uh, Anthony Beck, the former NFL player, he's, he's, off, he's off to a 2 and all start. So I think uh, you, you definitely got to tip the cap to him so far. All right. Dave, what are the betting results so far? Dogs, favorites, overs, unders, and how have you fared betting uh, this league uh, as we get into week two? Um, 2 and all this week. So, <laughs> uh most recent uh, small sample of results, uh, as I had this, you know, St. Louis uh, Battlehawks were four-point dogs on Thursday night, and then D.C. Defenders four-point dogs today. Um, the uh, I went 0-2 in week one, so I definitely had to use that as a learning experience. So uh, I have to be, uh, you know, getting getting hotter as, as we go here. But the, the favorites uh, in dogs, uh, three and three straight up, but dogs are four and two against the spread. It's the same thing with home teams, uh, three and three uh, split straight up, and uh, road teams four and two against the spread. So yeah, I don't think you know. Since the pandemic, we've seen home field advantage kind of take a hit in most sports. So again, I don't think home field really stands for for much here. And uh, these these teams are very well you know evenly matched, and that, you know, that tends to lead to you know close games. Um, you know, so dogs and unders, uh, I think, are you know the, the way to still go moving forward. And over unders are three and three. Okay, tonight you had the uh, underdog defenders beat the Vipers eighteen to six. Let's take a look at the Sunday games. We've got the uh, San Antonio Brahmas and the uh, Orlando Guardians, and also the um, Arlington Renegades and the Houston Roughnecks. Three of the teams in this league out of Texas, Dave. <laughs> right, right. I hadn't even noticed that, but yeah, the uh, yeah, San Antonio's three three and a half point favorite against Orlando, uh, Houston five point favorite against Arlington. Um, I don't like either dog really. Um, I think you know, gun to my head, I, I might take Arlington uh, as that line is up to plus five. Uh, Houston um, had the biggest blowout so far of the young season, thirty three to twelve over Orlando last week. Um, so you've know, seen a lot of betting support for Houston. So I'm, I'm, that, that line might be getting too high. Uh, but, uh, you know, Orlando is you know, regarded as the worst team, and so, again, that's why you're seeing them as, as the home dog. All right. So uh, we got two games. on. So what, what networks are televising these? Is these all on ESPN tomorrow, Dave, or not? Um, they, they've been all over the map. Uh. Um, I, I think the game today – I think it was on FX. Um, 
I believe Fox has had the games. Yeah, it is, that is one of the frustrating things that you having to having to search around for these. But uh, I do, I do, I, I did go ahead and uh, bet the under 39 in the San Antonio Orlando game um, earlier in the week. I, I, I thought I saw that line you know, definitely trending lower. So yeah, it's it's still 37 and a half. I, I still like the under. Um, at, at that number, you know, we haven't seen enough yet here to really say you know what key numbers there are on uh, totals. You know, it used to be a long time in the NFL. 37 was a key number with over/unders. Um, you know, with uh, four touchdowns, three field goals. But uh, with the XFL, you can go for one, two, or three-point conversion. You can't kick it. You have to, you have to run. You go either from the two-yard line, the five-yard line, or the ten-yard line for the one, two, or three points. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot of weird numbers falling. So, uh, but again, like I said, the evenly matched teams uh, should be playing pretty close to the numbers. I was going to say, are you betting the openers? Are you getting ahead of the market on these because you've done the homework here? And do you see a key number or are there really no key numbers? Yeah, really no key numbers, especially on the totals. Uh, in the, uh, in the uh, point spreads, um, we have had Two two games decided by two points, and and one decided by three. So uh, three is still a key number because you can't kick field goals. So obviously, and then when teams are going for you know you know the one two or three point conversions late in the game, they're usually trying to get to that three point lead also. So I think three is a key number, but like I said, two numbers are actually falling on two. All right. The XFL. We're in week two now. Two games on Sunday. Dave, uh, what are your uh, what plays have you made on the Sunday games, if any? Yeah, just just the under thirty nine in the San Antonio Orlando game. Okay. Uh, like I said, that that's gone. It's thirty seven and a half now, but I, I still think that's that's the way to go. Even even though overs went three and one in 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 the first weekend, the the average points scored was uh, 40 points, 160 points in four, four games. So, right. uh, yeah, they, they weren't going over by much. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, again, and the unders are 2-0 this week. Quick so thoughts. Look. Sorry, Dave, quick thoughts here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson partly uh, running this XFL. How does the quality of play, do you think, compare to what we saw in the USFL last year or the Alliance of American Football in 2019? About the same? Uh, you know, it's definitely better than the AAF, and, uh, and I think it's it's starting out stronger than the USFL, which uh, um, you know start it started really low scoring games. The offenses really weren't in sync early. Uh, there, you know, even, even though I'm looking to the under, uh, the offenses are are better here than we've seen in these other preseason leagues, and I think a lot of that has to do with uh, Dwayne. The Rock Johnson has, you know, making big friends in the NFL. So it is seen as more of a developmental league. So uh, I think that definitely helps the product. All right. Dave Tooley, he works out almost as much as The Rock, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if he doesn't work out anywhere, yeah. <laughs> uh, at View from Vegas, senior reporter for VSIN all over the XFL. Thanks a lot, Dave. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you. Good all right. Go to vcin.com. You can follow Dave's coverage of the XFL and his analysis and plays. Take a quick break. We're going to wrap up the show with a bunch of college hoops talk next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Sports bettors, as the football season ends, even though we still have XFL, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join every week for new promotions. Tuesday, hockey, first goal insurance. Saturday, hockey, same game, parlay, bet and get. Weekly pro basketball betting, getting a lot more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. All right, we've got 10 more minutes uh, to wrap up this uh, three-hour marathon tonight. Um, covered a lot of ground on this show with Will Hill of VSIN, Chad Andrus, Denver radio host, Brad Powers, college football handicapper, the fight doctor, Lou Finicaro of VSIN, JVT on the NBA, and Dave Tooley on the XFL. We're going to talk uh, college hoops to finish the show tonight. We've got uh, three good games coming down to the wire. And uh, I'll tell you where the action is for me on these games. I've got UC Irvine plus two and a half against Hawaii. Irvine up 59-55 with seven and a half minutes to go in Honolulu. That game is on ESPN2. I've got Gonzaga minus five against St. Mary's. Zags had a 16-point lead that was just whittled to six. And now they've stretched it back out to 12, 62 to 50 with eight minutes to go in Spokane. And I've got San Diego State minus one against New Mexico. This one's not looking so hot. The Aztecs fell behind by double digits. And uh, right now, trail 58 to 54 with seven minutes to go. Aztecs are making a little bit of a run here at the Robo at the Lobos in the final uh, 10 minutes at the pit. So... Keep an eye on those games. It's been a wild day in uh, college hoops. Comebacks, last-second shots, upsets. Uh, I'll recap the action for you here in a minute. The Circa College Hoops Challenge standings. Let's take a look at it. This is week six. Will Hill is on top. He was my first guest on the show tonight. We talked about his plays. Will Hill actually with um, winners on Iowa minus four and a half. That's the miracle of the season. We had three guys in the contest on Iowa plus, minus four and a half, Will Hill, Tim Murray, and Wes Reynolds. Uh, those guys can't complain about a bad beat for a while. Iowa trailed by 13 with a minute and a half to go, by 10 in the final minute. Hawkeyes rally and take down Tom Izzo and the Spartans. 112-106, Iowa over Michigan State in uh, Iowa City today. That was the first wild game. That benefited three guys in the contest. Laid to four and a half with the Hawkeyes. Will Hill went into this week 15, 9, and 1. A half point lead over Greg Peterson at 15 and 10. Jim Root of the uh, three man weave handicapping group out of Chicago. Jim 14, 10, and 1. And oddly enough, 0, 4, and 1 on his best bets. And I don't think his best bet was looking very good at halftime tonight. Uh, but Jim still in third place going into this week. Tim Murray of VSIN at 13, 11, and 1. Rex Byers at 13 and 12. Aaron Moore of VSIN at 12 and 13. Then I was at 11 and 14. Right now I'm 3 and 0 with uh, two games pending. I had winners with Villanova plus 3.5, blowout winner. Uh, Clemson plus 6, blowout winner. And uh, Baylor minus 3, Bears. Needed to uh, rally to beat Texas by nine. That was my best bet. So 3-0 and with two games pending. Gonzaga minus five. San Diego State minus one. 
Wes Reynolds trying to mount a rally. He did not have faith in his Indiana Hoosiers, did not take Indiana plus eight. He did have a winner with Iowa. I believe he had a winner with San Jose State tonight, and he's got New Mexico plus one and a half, and uh, his best bet, Mississippi State. Anyway, to uh, take a little quick look, uh, one more look at the standings. Will Hill's on top, and if New Mexico can finish off this game with uh, San Diego State, it's tight with um, inside the eight-minute timeout. Will is looking at a 4 and one week, and his only loss would be the best bet on Oklahoma State minus two. So he would be at 19-10-1, on his best bets, and that's if New Mexico plus one hits the win column in uh, Albuquerque. Okay, that's an update on the Circa College Hoops Challenge. You'll find everything at vcin.com, and we'll put the updates on Twitter at vcin live this week and also updated in the overnight email that Bill 80 puts out at vcin with the daily plays and a lot of valuable information. Let's take a look at some of the highlights today in college hoops. I really think the uh, the craziest game had to be in Tucson. Arizona Wildcats, one of my bets, a 22-1 to to win the tournament. I hope they don't go down this way in March. But Arizona had um, a four-point lead inside three minutes, led by two uh, inside ten seconds. And Desmond Cambridge, a transfer from Nevada, throws up I'm going to say it was a uh, 50-foot shot at the buzzer. Nothing but net. Arizona State stuns Arizona 89-88. to Wildcats were 12-point home favorites in that game. Minus 750 on the money line. The Sun Devils plus 550. Pull the upset. Bobby Hurley going berserk like he always does, but especially today in Tucson with a big win. There's a lot of talk. This might be the end for Bobby Hurley if he can't get Arizona State to the tournament. This win's going to help a lot, and uh, that's a stunner for the Cats to lose your arrival that way on a 50-footer at the buzzer. Anyway, Arizona State, 12-point dog wins, 89-88 to in Tucson. Talked about the uh, game in Iowa City that the Hawkeyes pulled a rabbit out of the hat to take down uh, Tom Izzo in Michigan State. You got two of the biggest crybaby coaches in college basketball who went head-to-head in that game, Tom Izzo and Fran McCaffrey. Complained to the officials basically every trip down the court. Could you imagine being a, an official designed to, assigned to work that game today between the Spartans and the Hawkeyes? No fun. Fran McCaffrey had a stare down with the officials at the end. He's a sore loser. Uh, he's a crybaby. His team was getting whipped, and uh, he's trying to take out his frustrations on the officials. Iowa got lucky. Three-point shooting flurry at the end. Force overtime. Win the game 112-106. But the big comeback of the day in Miami, Florida State, a team left for dead. Florida, the Seminoles, 8-20, and 20, and a losing record in the ACC, I think 6-11 going into today's game. Down 25 points to Miami in the second half today. Hurricanes, 13-point favorites in the game. Right here at Circus Sports, minus 1,200 on the money line. Miami led 54-31 at halftime on its home floor, up 23 against a team that's got nothing to play for. Well, the Seminoles found something to play for in the second half. They came back, and I think it was Cleveland. It was Matthew Cleveland who hit the shot. It was, uh, I'm going to call it a a 35-footer at the buzzer, nothing but net, after Miami hit a three to retake the lead, 84-82 with four and a half seconds to go. Matthew Cleveland buries a 30-footer at the buzzer, and beats the Hurricanes 85-84. That was a crazy finish. If you haven't seen the highlights, you got to check it out. Uh, also today, Kansas, a team a lot of people like to repeat as national champs. I don't think it's going to happen, but today a desperate West Virginia team trying to get into the uh, dance pushes the Jayhawks to the limit at Allen Fieldhouse. 76-74, West Virginia, a nine-and-a-half-point dog in that game, almost pulled the upset. Jayhawks escape by two. Interesting, the total in that game was 150, and the score landed on 150, 76-74. Uh, also tonight in the Big Ten, pathetic second-half performance by Purdue. Couldn't shoot the three, I think five for 25 or something like that from three-point range tonight. It was not Zach Eady's fault. He had 26 points and 16 rebounds. Jalen Hood-Shafino, the star freshman for Indiana, 35 points in this game. 
Trace Jackson Davis only had 10. Hood Shafino, 35. He was unstoppable, and he lifted Indiana to a 79-71 win at Purdue. Indiana opened an eight-point underdog here at Circus Sports and won the game by eight. Great win for the Hoosiers to sweep the season series. Purdue probably still going to win the Big Ten Conference title outright, but it's going to be a little bit of a hollow feeling when you get swept by your rivals the way they did uh, tonight. Also, in the ACC, let's wrap it up right here. The preseason number one team in the country, North Carolina. Biggest disappointment in college basketball. Carolina did not have a quad one win until tonight. Finally picked one up over Virginia, 71-63. to And the money was on the right side here. The Tar Heels opened two-point favorites. Line closed four and a half. You might say, why would the money be on North Carolina, which doesn't have a quality win all season? Carolina has one now. Eight-point win over Virginia. Second lopsided loss of the week for the Cavaliers who limp into the NCAA tournament. Key dates to remember, Sunday, March 12th. That's Selection Sunday, one of my favorite days of the year. And Monday night, Wes Reynolds and I kick off a new show here at VSEN. It's called VSEN Tonight, 9 to midnight Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific. We're going to have a couple great guests. It's going to be a big show. We're going to be on Monday through Friday all summer here on VSEN. Thanks for watching tonight. Cash some tickets on Sunday. We'll see you on Monday. This is VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.